It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Yeah! We're getting... Some pictures of Mason in Fight Club. We're getting some suggestions. I'm telling you, that could be it. That he's Kimbo Mace. I think that's the guy that was... Kimbo Slice. Kimbo Slice. And didn't they make him like a real fighter at one point? It didn't go particularly well. Then real fighters kind of took care of him fairly easily. Yeah, I think think he got into some real fights. But I think he made his name from the backyard brawls that you're talking about. Yeah, that was the guy that had the giant beard, right? Mm -hmm. And he was super ripped and, and terrifying and... Then they put him in against real fighters, and I think that's like, oh, yeah, there's guy that can beat people up in the backyard versus guys that fight for a living. <laughs> guys that fight for a living, those are not the people that you want to mess around with. Like the with. Paul brothers. Yeah, those guys are really good at getting your attention and making money and kind of sort of have taught themselves how to fight. But, but there's a difference between... The Diaz brothers, yes, who are actually fighters, fighters, yeah, fighters. That they, they make their living by fighting you, which is a that of all but the it's jobs like a in the hobby, world. right? Like, what do you do for uh, for fun? Well, you know, I like going uh, play golf. Uh, I play golf. <laughs> what do you do for cards. fun? I knock people out. Yeah, I like to fight. Not me. What do you mean you like to fight? Three days a week, we go to a backyard and we fight. Different guys from all over the so this is city come and connect. Funny. My friends uh so my friends had a party in college and every Thursday at these parties they would have backyard fights. Sometimes they would get broken up and that was it, but it was really fun and kind of exciting. But my friend I didn't ever participated, but my friend did and I had to get her ready for it. It was a uh, interesting. Were ladies it was, fighting, it was girls fighting. Girls and guys. Everybody fighting. It was it was a lot. It was a uh, it was quite interesting, but it was uh, Makes me want to call the cops right now. <laughs> Don't worry, I, I did. just heard about this scoop. <laughs> At University of Virginia. Go back to Charlottesville back in the, you know, 20 teens and I think there's a scoop for you back. Oh, do we have yeah, some worry, insider guys. here? I there there's a certain part of my personality that is even when I was a younger man, kind of had an old man streak through it. Um if you said to me like Emily the party that you're talking about, "Hey, come on over to our house. We're going to have we fights put, at 10:00." We put 10 hay bales tonight. around so that there's a ring. <laughs> no. Exactly. <laughs> That's one of those things I'm like, yeah, I'm going to miss that. I, I have no interest in seeing that. I, I understand that if you, when you're at a party, especially in college, right? Yeah. Guys are getting drunk and guys are being idiots. and But sanctioned fi- fights. Fights happen. But this idea of, hey, we're going to have a bunch of fights tonight and it's just people in the backyard trying to knock each other Which over the hay I will bale. say, they if had I had to they had, pick. They had helmets and they had gloves. If I had to pick between a sanctioned fight versus just a fight that comes out of nowhere... I take the sanction fight. There's nothing worse than <laughs> I, I don't know how you are on these. You and I talked a little bit this about this off air. Some people just like the stuff, right? And some they don't even have to participate in the fight, but they like watching it too. Yeah, I don't want any of that. I want I neither. want none of that. I go for neither. <laughs> the vibe. There's like a certain vibe, you know. At, back in the days, you're at a bar, you're at this, you're at a house party, or something like that. I'm like, so I'm about to go down. Yeah, I don't want to be a part of that. Yeah, no. I'm you. You no, and I would have said, hey, let's go get. Uh, let's go, let, let, let's go let's down get some to roll the, tacos. Exactly right. <laughs> let, let, let's go and down. Listen to Weezer. That's what I was doing. Get some okay. tacos. Listen to some music. Let's go. There's a game on somewhere. Too. Let's go find a game. Let's go do that. Maybe shoot some pool, Al. Throw some darts. <laughs> Sounds like an unbelievable. <laughs> Sounds night. like fun, doesn't it? Sounds great. Hey, these guys are gonna fight. You want to leave? Yep, I do. I saw one of those spontaneous ones actually across the street. I was get. I was at the food truck getting a cheesesteak, of all things. Is that right? Yeah. And uh, this guy just got punched in right, the face. Right here. Yeah. Right yeah. across the street here. Yeesh. And uh, yeah, I just. I mean, I sat there and waited for my cheesesteak, of course. <laughs> well, but. that's different. I'm not leaving a cheesesteak behind. <laughs> like, if I've already ordered, we're going to wait until I get the, the food. That calls the cops. Fight to my left. <laughs> Guys down. I will take the number four. I mean, this is every right. night for you, Taylor, Extra at your onions. house, right? Extra onions. Yeah, my roommates are fighting. I don't know. Man, it's just following me. Violence is like in this my, negative aura. It's in my past. <laughs> Just following you around like he's the most you know docile, nice guy in the world. But everywhere he goes, people want to punch was each on, other. If Jorge was on today, Mace would have never said what he said because it was Taylor, right. 
That's like, right. Let's get in a freaking fight. You know what I'm into? Other than just random street fights, did with the potato bowl, Idaho famous potatoes bowl was on yesterday when we were going off the air. Yeah. Eastern Michigan and San, San Jose, Jose State. State. Did you see how the game ended? Did you see it, Al? Did not. So what? what is the traditional thing you do when your coach wins a bowl game or Super Bowl or whatever? And maybe take a little Gatorade. That's it, it over right? His head. You throw the Gatorade bucket over his yeah. head. They do that in the okay. famous Idaho Potato Bowl, only the Gatorade bucket is filled with French fries. It's lovely. <laughs> so the Why? Eastern Michigan head coach was hit with a Gatorade bucket full of French fries. I'm right, that. It looked amazing. That's awesome. What I, uh, I don't want, I don't want the chili bowl. <laughs> And then you're hit with a Gatorade it's filled with a lot of fries that chili. went to waste. I'm like, eh, guys, take it easy. It's like multiple giant orders of fries that could have uh, been eaten right, as opposed was, to pouring Just hypothetically head. speaking, you're there. Yes. You're one of the players. Yeah. And the stack that was on top has not touched anything other than the fries below them. Yeah. Grabbing a couple? Oh, yeah. If they're hot, for sure. I'm, I'm going to need salt. I'm going to need a little, you know, something uh, to dip them in along the way. All right. So earlier today, um, Mace was our guest ask Sleer, for lack of a better way to do it. Yeah, we did a little ask it. Mace action. One of the questions was, you know, of, of, of oh, we do have the sound? Okay. Yeah. Let's let's just play this. This will do a better job of explaining it than I can. Can I tell you honestly, though, I would really love to kick Sedano's ass. <laughs> It would it would make me very happy to drop Sedano like a bag of rocks. Why would that be at the top of your list? <laughs> we could what we could do, Mace. We get the table out of the way in the studio. We got kind of a ring here. It's kind of the yeah. right perfect kind of the box right shape. here. We can sell tickets on the outside. <laughs> we got people looking through the window. I, I, we'll get, yeah. I want George. I want George wearing a mock turtleneck <laughs> and you know, like a little flower in his uh, in his lapel and all that stuff when he's dressed up for TV. That's the Sedano I want to. I want to kick that guy's ass. All right, completely so, unprovoked, by the way. Yeah, well, the question was, who would you want to fight at the station? So it was mildly provoked. Okay, yeah, mildly, mildly provoked. So the other half of the uh, bout that we're trying to put together, George Sedano. George, um, did you hear it live? George, did it get going back on to you? Here? How did this? How did it make its way back to you? Oh come on! You know Chris texted me. Of course, that's how this all goes. <laughs> by the In way, Chris morality. texted us right after too, basically saying, "Hey, read Sedano's tweet." <laughs> So your your response is? Well, my response is we all would love to have done things or to do things. I would have loved at one point, as my wife knows, to have dated Natalie Portman at some point in my life, but that actually never happened and couldn't come to fruition. So you could wish to want to do a lot of things, but to actually accomplish them is another. Um, maybe Mason 20 years ago, uh, would have a, a an inkling of an opportunity to make that happen, but certainly not now. But by the way, as my uh, uh, friends in the Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust have tweeted, there's videos of Mace trying to do some sort of high jump pole vaulting. Oh yeah, that didn't go well. Studio. Was that the ankle? And he broke his leg. Yeah, he <laughs> oh. broke his foot. So like this, we've seen him face plant <laughs> yes, in a charity basketball game. He can't even run. Like, he would get hurt on his way to the octagon. <laughs> I mean, what are we talking about here? Well, okay, but you just said something interesting. You, you're going octagon. I, I, In my mind's eye, I don't know about you, Al, I was picturing more of a, a boxing setup than an, an MMA setup. Would you prefer more of a UFC-style bout? I would do whatever he wants. Uh, but, I mean, I could do either. I, look. I, and I, I, I was told that you guys didn't know. I listen. I did martial arts for twenty years. Now yeah, I, I haven't did not know that. It, 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 I had. I had, It's how I made my way through. Uh, it's how I made money in high school and college. I used to teach karate, um, and uh, you know, I may have met a few ladies along the way too, thanks to that. But no, nonetheless, um, is trained for real. Uh oh. Did Mason sabotage the phone call? Emily, see if you can get uh, George back, because I, I have questions. He did 20 years? Yeah, I had no idea. I had no idea. But here's here's what I want to know, because Damn, I, everything I know about martial arts comes from watching like two or three episodes of Kung Fu. Sure. Be, be, beyond that, I don't have a lot of expertise. I thought you're not supposed to deploy it against somebody who doesn't know how to do it. These are the things that I need to know. Well, I'm assuming here he's talking about then defending himself. Yeah, but if he knows that Mason is going to break his leg trying to high jump and face plant it during a basketball game, how much of a threat is he actually? 
Uh, we'll see if we get uh, George back. Yeah, I, I did not. The 20 years thing kind of throws me off. The That's a long time. And you're not just a student. You're a teacher. <laughs> Instructor. Damn. Good for George. I like it. I, I, I We'll see. We'll Go see. You know, Mason's going to join us in about, what, 50 minutes, give or take? A little bit less than an hour. Yeah. And, uh, well, you 55. Know, we'll, we'll, so then, you know, we'll put it together to from to there. I think we should we, – look, we're getting a promoting fee out of this no matter what. If we can get this thing done, it should, uh, it should be great. Today is not only the beginning of the countdown to Sedano versus Mason. <laughs> Today is also National Siding Day in college football. This used to be the day when you would determine whether or not you're going to have a good football team. Right? The, oh, we got mm-hmm. – this many five stars. We got that many four stars. Oh man, we got a bunch of two guys. Eh, I don't What's know. What's it mean now? Not much, mm-hmm. because wherever these guys are signing to go, half of them are going to be on a different team a year from now. Right? How many times can you transfer? I'm glad you asked. Yeah, JT Daniels. Remember him of USC uh, quarterback, modern day local kid. Um, will play college football again next year. It'll be the sixth year he's playing college football. I remember he had the the bad injury at SC. It's a COVID year, so all these things extended his college career. Yeah, he'll be on his fourth college football team. Wow. Played at SC. Played at Georgia. Played at West Virginia last year, and he's going to transfer to Rice in Houston. So, what's the difference of saying he played for the Phillies, he played for the Dodgers, he played for the Mets? Absolutely no the, difference at all. There, the, there isn't one. The right? difference is is that we've stopped pretending that this isn't professional sports. Okay. The difference is is that hey, I, I'm an alum of USC, or I'm an alum yeah. of UCLA, or Oregon, or Auburn, or mm-hmm. Michigan, or whatever. And these guys are going to go to school. They're going to be in the same places. And now these are just hey, I'm a free agent again at the end of every year. Oregon's bringing Bo Nix back, who was at Auburn, and now the kid that was going to go from high school to Oregon's now coming to UCLA, and the kid that was going to go to Baylor's now going to Oregon. It's it's this whole thing that great. They better play right away because if they don't, they move on to the next spot. Caleb Williams wasn't recruited out of high school. They took him out of Oklahoma. Jordan Addison wasn't recruited out of high school. They got him out of Pitt. So the guys that Arch Manning, for instance, right? He's yeah. going to go to Texas. He's kind of the the biggest name in this thing. There's no guarantee he'll play quarterback for Texas sure. next year sure. or the year after that or the year after that. It's just weird. You have to almost start from scratch every single year. And while the football is really good and it's exciting, it does feel a little different. But I, I will say this. I think the thing that you mentioned that's most important to me is you said they stop pretending. It, let's. It's okay to stop pretending. Yeah. Because I think if we're trying to pretend that this is all about the university, it's all about this, it's all about that, come on now. I want to get back to this, but I, George, before we lost you, I was going to ask you a question. I don't know anything about martial arts other than from a couple yeah. of episodes of TV. Are you not like responsible as a martial artist yourself not to deploy it against somebody with the skill set of Steve Mason? Well, probably. I mean, look, the reality is uh, the first rule uh, is basically don't do anything unless provoked. But he has clearly now provoked me. So now I must destroy him, basically, is how this works. Um, but to, what I was trying to say earlier is I did this for 20 years. Now, I haven't trained in a long time, probably like five, six years. But, you know, Freddie Prince Jr. and I used to talk about it all the time when he was in studio. Um, and he, we would always talk about we should train together at some point because I hadn't trained in a long time. You know, I'll, I'll call Freddie up. He and I can go train for a little bit, um, and, and I can take Mace down whenever he wants. Now, I'll take any rules he wants. I, I, won't, I won't use my hands. I'll only use my legs if we're standing up. Um, if we're going to go down to the ground, I'll let him, uh, you know, I'll let him take the advantage if he wants initially. Let me fight my way out of it. I'll give him the upper hand, and I'd still destroy him. And again, this is the whole point. He may not even make it to the ring because we know he's so injury prone. <laughs> so are you? So so this is. I, I've seen the Karate Kid, so these are where all my questions are coming from. Are you ready? Are you more like Daniel Larusso, defensive karate, or are you like Mike Barnes, the bad boy of karate from the San Fernando Valley? <laughs> Mike, Bar- is that Karate Kid three? Yes. At me right now? Thank you. See, this, yes, it is, and thank you for knowing. I appreciate that a great deal. Wow, look at that. Now, are we? Do I have to save the uh, the bonsai tree though uh, in that scenario too? <laughs> yeah, when you're done, you have to rappel down a cliff to fix so a tree. I can see you being very I- zen in this situation. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I honestly am more the Daniel Larusso um, in that regard, but. Don't provoke me, because I will go uh, Barnes and Zapka all on your ass. (laughs) 
Well, I, I can only tell you that I'm going to continue to try to provoke him to provoke you because I want I want yeah. to play Don King in this matchup. I just want to put it together. Well, here, here's the thing. You know what I noticed, Travis, when I heard that audio that you sent me? Yeah. Notice how he really focused on my look, though. Yes. The suit and the turtleneck and the flower on the lapel. He highlighted the all that. Square, whatever. I think what's happening is... You know, and, and I know this is a sensitive spot, Mace, but if you want to play dirty, I like you know I like to play dirty. Don't test me, Mason. Remember how the alliance came up initially was because when you provoke me, I go for the white meat. Um, <laughs> don't make me go all Sean McVay on you again uh, in this scenario. But he, it's clear that he, uh, he's looking at me and going, hmm, much younger, um, Probably better looking. Um, maybe not. He might have been. He's a handsome man back in the day, a handsome devil. But these days, he's looking sloppy. Um, you know, he's he's always talking about dieting. He sees me. I'm in generally decent shape, right? I dress nice. I just think that there's perhaps some envy there going on, and that just doesn't suit you, Mace. You should be better than that. Could you fight him in a turtleneck with a flower in your lapel? Oh, there's no, I mean, sure, whatever you want. I, I mean, I, I, honestly, it doesn't matter. Like, uh, again, and I feel like Ireland, when he hears this, will back me up, that Mason won't even make it to the ring. He would probably trip and fall and get a concussion, and the fight would be over. This dude fell down the stairs while on vacation in Costa Rica and was like, he was out of commission on vacation. Al, got anything for this? There's a lot going on I here. I mean, what are we talking about here? Yeah, George is, uh, sounds like he'd, I mean, be, listen, he'd be more than prepared. Is, yes. And here's the other thing. Yes. Like, I wouldn't fight you because you're bigger. Than, once you, like, you, 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 I mean, maybe you couldn't catch me. You know, I could probably avoid you for a while. But if Quite you grabbed me, you'd pummel me, though, like at that point. Like, I could take a good hit um, because growing up as a kid, and this, you know, the statues of limitations are probably over on this, but as a teenager, they used to make me fight guys like your size when I, who were men. Uh, which is probably child abuse, but again, statues of limitations probably over. Travis used the um, word. Travis used the word. He would smother his opponent. Yeah, that's my only move, George. No question. So right, like I wouldn't mess with you. I certainly wouldn't mess with Kirk. Are you out of your mind? No, that's, no, no. That's, no. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, we. Yeah, Kirk we and talked Demarco, about that. Yeah, we've already decided is as a per, as a fight no, that no nobody question. wants. Yeah. Nobody wants that. My yeah, only I mean, move would be to hopefully get my hands on you at one point, which I'm not saying I could right. do, but that's my only. Ch- and then basically just. I think like you a, would just talk to him. No, I don't even think you would fight. Would, I think you would say, hey, George, are we it, done? So you know how a, a python yeah, yeah, kills its prey? He'd have to chase me around the ring for a little while, right? And then at some point, he'd just be like, he'd put his hands up. Travis put his hands on his knees and be like, throw his hands up in the air and be like, come on. All right, enough. Let's just call a truce here. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Here's where it by is. By the way, I would probably be willing to do that after a while. There's only so much I can run at 45 years old around the ring, uh, too. So. I'm going to get you into the corner of the ring, and like a python, once I'm on top of you, when you exhale, I'm going yeah, to so, apply a little more weight. You're not going to be able to yeah. take another breath at some point, and then and I swallow you whole. <laughs> actually, you know, you know who actually is, um, I think, low-key, a good fighter mm. at the radio station? And I know we always kind of, like, have our fun with him. I think Greg Bergman would kick a lot of people's asses mm. at that station. He's little, though. Mm, but he, Greg Bergman, is I've known like him a for switch? a long time. Okay? I have known Greg Bergman for nearly 20 years. Greg Bergman... He's got a little crazy in him, is all I'll say. He's got a little switch. He's got that, like, you know, and, yeah. you don't Dead expect eyes. it. And you don't yeah. want to mess with crazy. And it's, now it's hidden deep down inside. Um, you know, it's, it's buried away. You know, he's like uh, somewhere in the nether regions of his soul. <laughs> but I feel like that stuff can come out at any time. I like it. I'm glad that we, we got this going today. I'm glad that we got the Ask Mace, and I'm glad that you got a chance to respond, George. This is George, this when is you're, terrific. George, when you're back uh, after the holiday, we've got to do a little Ask Sedano as well. Uh, absolutely. Let's do it. And, uh, and Mace, just, just do yourself a favor. Just, just stop. Stop with the nonsense. I, I, I understand. The envy is not – it doesn't suit you, Mace. Stop. It. It's okay. <laughs> Thank you, George. See you guys. All right. I like that. I look. I, I like that we're just instigators. These. This is my. I've decided that this is my role in life. Much like well, asking about music platforms, well, I just want to try to match make fights in the. Office. That moment during the music platforms, you did reach a moment when everyone was bickering at each other, and you kind of just. <laughs> You kind of went back into your seat. Yeah. And you just started smiling, like I yeah. created all this. I just want, I just want it people to dislike King each other. Seeing a sold out 
20,000 seat arena. Let's put that on my tombstone. He just wanted people to dislike each other. I think that would be a wonderful epitaph. Or is that the, what's the word? That's right. I think I got that right. Close enough. Close enough. Uh, Carlos Correa is a Met? Huh? <laughs> it's true. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee. Matchmakers. Don King, beware. 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. So Big E says, so we got to fight. We have Trav and Slee promoting. Now we got to get Beto to do the blow-by-blow. Beto, of course, has a lot of uh, background in in calling fights, interviewing fighters. So I feel like Beto would be well-served in kind of the Larry Merchant role, like being in the ring after the fight, interviewing the combatants. I think Ireland's got to be the guy on the the blow-by-blow, right? Yeah, the play-by-play there. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Beto is, what is it, uh... Why am I forgetting the uh, the network? Is it- oh, DAZN. Yeah, DAZN. That's exactly what yeah. it is. Yeah, he, he's definitely got that experience for it. Um, Francis and Glendale said that I should fight Dean Spanos. I'm, I'm down for that. <laughs> you have to tell me. Yeah, well, that might actually get your blood boiling that enough be, to throw your to throw a punch. That would be the only one that I think I'm. No, I'm ready. And whoever <laughs> that's wins, actually, a good one. And whoever wins, the Chargers will go to that city. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I I've never seen. I just Dean don't even Spanos. know. Yeah, Dean is, just comes out. Just is he big? Is he little? Well, is he no, in shape? Out of shape? Do I have any idea? No, I'd have to. I've never seen him. Think I'd have pick to him go, out of a lineup. I think I'd have to go against one of his sons because he's older. <laughs> That's to your advantage. Look, this is a fight. We're not necessarily Apparently, looking to make it a good fight. He is five feet four. Oh, so you know, could be helpful. He I'm looking uh, down on him. He's an elderly five foot four <laughs> gentleman. I'm looking down on him. <laughs> 72 years old. Seven, five foot so four, I, I got to go against his son. I like your chance. I want to put some money on you. I, I think you, he you, just he just hits me with an uppercut. <laughs> just, I you look, you're looking pretty fit. You look like you're in good shape. I think you got a five foot four, Trav, 70 I just, how? I what? just come in all cocky. He just gets me with an uppercut. Cold know. clock. He pays you off. You, he was you, born in Stockton, though. That might be a problem. Yeah, that you know, can be Stockton a rough neighborhood. The, it can be a rough neighborhood. The Diaz brothers. But you coming out of San Diego, like what you'd have to do is you have to go watch a bunch of old charger footage oh no problem like a bunch of the chargers when they were no your problem. team and yeah. then all of a sudden you see a bunch of justin herbert stuff and so you're like nah. you want to go in there and come out tear ready his to head go. off come out ready to go i like it book it book book the arena let's do it at sofi we'll sell eighty-five thousand seats and get it going just as much as taylor swift just as many as that's as taylor the swift. taylor swift for today <laughs> I, you know she has a daily that Thanks. was pretty good Give her I, a- I i i, I <laughs> didn't even pick it up at that point but that's pretty good i i do like that that's your thing right that every day we got to find a way to mention taylor swift i'm gonna bring it up before you do <laughs> we're gonna say oh did chris will do the imaging will you'll you'll taylor clap. Swift. <laughs> you guys hear taylor swift online last night <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be like anything we can give away like catch emily's taylor swift of the day. That, that's actually not a bad way to do it um i don't know if i've ever seen what okay. happened with carlos correa I've seen players change their mind. Like DeAndre Jordan is a famous example, right? He was going to go to Dallas and then decided to come back to the the Kings or they the, uh, locked the him up in his uh, hotel room. <laughs> yeah. That was a pretty. It's pretty funny. And that free agency period is always, you know, kind of wild. You can call the NBA free agency wild. I'm with you, Trav. I don't. I don't remember a moment like this. He was set to have his presser. Yeah, they were set to introduce Carlos Correa. 
as a San Francisco Giant. What were those terms? Thirteen and the original deal was 13 a 13-year, $360 million deal. That sign the deal he signed with the Mets is a 12-year, $315 million deal. So it's one less year and $35 million fewer dollars. So if the Giants had some hesitancy, right? They hesitated on, okay, maybe there's something going on here um, with his physical. It's kind of funny to me that the Mets, there isn't no, like what 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 did the Giants stop at that the Mets wouldn't stop at? Do you see what I'm saying? Just for sure. That quick hesitation of just okay, let's think about this here for a quick second. If there's an issue with a a player that you're going to bring in for 13 years, we just want to make sure we dot our I's and we cross our T's. And in that process, Correa and the Mets decided, hey, we're going to close a deal here right away. That's it's really unusual, and that's why. I asked Alden earlier today because there there are two there are two things that could have happened and they make a huge difference between how you perceive what went down. If this is the Giants, one of Emily's factor caps before was have you ever ordered something drunk the night before off Amazon or whatever? And the next day, maybe wait, I ordered what? And you can go and cancel the order. Yeah. M- maybe hasn't been shipped yet. Maybe that's what the Giants did. Maybe they woke up and said did we really give Carlos Correa thirteen million dollars and three or, or thirteen years and three hundred sixty million dollars? Hold on a second. Can we have somebody look at the medicals and see if there's something that might rise a red flag and we can look for a way out? If that's what it is, then the Giants right now are sitting in their their offices with their hands behind their head and their yeah. feet up on the desk saying, "Whoo, you know, thank goodness we didn't do that." If it's the other thing where they genuinely saw someone said, "Hey." And nobody knows what the injuries, but hey, we saw this on a, a report. We have a few questions before we we finalize this thing. And he just called the Mets back and said, "Hey, I'll come over." And the Mets went, "Yeah, we'll do that." You're devastated if you're the Giants. I feel like it's that. The second thing, yeah, I do. How come? I think they were they wanted to get a star this offseason. The San Francisco Giants did. They were trying to get Aaron Judge. Remember mm-hmm. how much money they were going to throw at Aaron Judge? Mm-hmm. They didn't get him. They went to Plan B. Plan B was Correa. Um, they lose their pitcher to the Yankees as well. They put themselves, I thought, I thought they're trying to find, whether you like the term or you don't, they're trying to find a franchise player, somebody that's going to sell tickets. I want to say they had their season tickets last year was down 6%. That doesn't happen that often. There's a lot of times, especially in these good markets, you're not losing season ticket sales. You should be gaining them. I think they were, at least from what it seems like, right, all in on the Correa stuff. Who hates Correa more than anybody? The Los Angeles Dodgers. Maybe it's also a good storyline that Correa is going to play for the San Francisco Giants. I don't think they got cold feet. I, I really don't. I think that the numbers right now are so crazy. Everybody keeps looking at that annual. What is he making annually? And part of the reason why you stretch it out 13 years is because maybe in seven years that annual salary won't look nearly as bad as it does today or tomorrow or right. a year from now. I think they wanted to, in some shape, way, or form, make some type of a splash. Look what the Padres are doing. The Dodgers are always good. Look at just the NL, the Philadelphia Phillies, the uh, the New York Mets, the Atlanta Braves, There's a lot, St. Louis Cardinals, a lot of good teams in San Francisco's kind of left on the outside. I, I don't know if they – maybe they got cold feet, but I don't think – if you would have told them today you still have Correa or you're okay with Correa going to the Mets, I think they would take Correa. It, it, your theory makes sense, but there's one part of it that makes me think maybe not. They're not going to win enough. No, he took less for fewer years to go somewhere else. If if the Giants would have when when they went, hey, I'm going to the Mets. Well, hold on a second. For we're offering you more another year, thirty five more million dollars. Why would he go to the Mets if they literally had a hey? Listen, forget the medical thing. We still want you. We'll give you all the stuff. The Mets deal while asinine in 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 in, in conjunction with all the other asinine right, things that numbers they handed alone. out. It's it's less than what the Giants were offering, and if you if you had a thirteen three sixty on the table, and the other guy with offering that really wanted you, I don't know why you would run across the street for a year less and thirty five million less, unless you're just angry, which I guess could be part of it. Could be, but that it's if it were exactly the same, then I'd be like, yeah, look, they they dropped the ball. They should have just kept because Carlos Correa has been. Nobody knows what the injury is. That's what makes it kind of weird. I was going to say, you right? think we'll get? You think we'll get? Somebody, at some point, we're going to have to get some details. Some somebody inside the Giants that knows 
may say something at one point or I, I don't know because look they're gonna have to try, if if what you're saying is true mm-hmm. right if what you're saying that they just had a legitimate medical concern that something came up in their process of of evaluating his health that said hey listen this is a pro-, and they lost him because of that they need to explain that to somebody now mm-hmm. you can't just say oh he's got I'm making stuff up here just to be perfectly clear he's got a bad knee and we didn't want to do – we decided we did – okay, then at least some of your fans were like, all right, they didn't want to give a guy with a bad And knee. there's a reason for it, right. But if they just said, hey, you know, can we take a second look at that thing? And no, I'm going to the Mets. That's a disaster. So um, Scott Boris is going to speak because of Rodon. So, like, he's going to speak at a conference for Rodon uh, in his introduction. So I'm sure he's going to field a lot of questions regarding Korea. So maybe we'll get something from it, Boris. It still won't be the same answer as a Giants person, but – is yeah. the do you know if the press conference for Rodon is in New York for the Yankees or is it somewhere else? I believe you know? it was New York. I'll double check that because that yeah, makes they a had huge Aaron difference. Judge today, yeah, they were he was doing all stuff, so probably because all way. the Mets reporters will go over to the Rodon press conference to oh, try yeah, to get answers 100%. about that. But if it's in I don't yeah. know, Dallas, I don't know where Rodon's from. But if it's somewhere else, then you might get a you right. might you yeah. will. But if it's in New York City, what a weird that's that's so odd. You know, it's the best part about it, the best. As a Dodger fan, I don't really care where he is. That's a bad deal for the Mets. It's a bad deal for the Giants. And I'm a, the, the Dodgers clearly are having a very different approach this offseason well, than I, just about everybody else. I will say, let, let's, let me just ask you bluntly, are the Mets more dangerous for the next couple of years with Carlos Correa on their roster? M- I think moder- clearly, moderately, yeah. Clearly yeah. he is, right? Yeah, he's, he's really good. But when, So that that's my only thing is the Mets just got better. They got better. And even if it's a short Not term— Vegas. Even yeah. if it's a short term, yeah, they got better. Uh, yeah, but that's the the best team. Like we've talked about a million times, Vegas doesn't think that they're the best team. The Vegas still has the Dodgers as the best team. Vegas has the Astros as the second best team. The Mets are the third best team, even after the Correa thing, which doesn't really mean a whole lot, right? Because the best team probably gets sure. into the tournament. I get it. But if they're if they had Phillies a, can go to the World Series right, with eighty seven wins. I'm making up numbers here again. But let's say the the Mets had a twenty percent chance of winning the World Series prior to yesterday. Now they got a twenty four percent chance is it for three hundred and fifteen million dollars mm. to buy and by the way, that twenty four percent chance is in a super condensed window. Yeah. That every time you get a little bit older, as as more and more time comes off that the percentage calendar, goes down. It start and and significantly so. Now he may just say bleep it and I'm just gonna keep buying new guys and we'll keep paying all these old guys. He said, What's the difference? He's gonna have a payroll. Yeah. When you have the payroll plus the tax Nearly five hundred million dollars. It's about four hundred and ninety-four million after payroll plus tax. That's that's nearly a hundred and fifty million more than the Dodgers had last year, and that was the highest one of all time. Yeah, I'm trying to see what is his net worth. It says his firm is worth twenty-six billion, nine billion. This is all fake money to me, honestly. At some point, like that's that's an insane amount to think about. Okay, this is. Uh, I, I will say this. I am what Alden mentioned earlier. It's not that it's okay, but I'm a big fan of owners wanting to win. I'm a big fan of that, but that doesn't mean just because you want to win, your strategy of getting there is the right strategy. I, I want to push back on that just a little bit because there's a potential move that maybe he does make next year. We'll talk about it next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I didn't know that 
George was a martial artist. Did not so know. The, the, I, I think the the sanctioning body, whoever that is in charge of radio yeah. fights, I don't know if they'd sanction that. I think Taylor's, have- Taylor's playing some calming music here to kind of <laughs> calm the mood down a little bit. You need to calm down, Slee. <laughs> a little reggae there. Swift. Uh, so uh, I like how he said, and when we got George on, that he used to like pick up some ladies doing karate. It's like, I don't know if ladies are necessarily attracted to guys who are super into karate. It's not really high up on the list. Well, I'm, okay, I'm just going to throw this. If you're an instructor. I don't think he was walking around the streets of Miami. Wearing a, I am a karate. <laughs> yeah. I do it's karate. It's kind of like a turn off, if I'm going to say anything. But if you're, if you're an instructor and it's kind of a self-defense thing, I would think there's uh, I would think there's Maybe he was teaching ladies. Towards that. Ladies that want to learn karate. Like, yeah. Think of it that way. Teaching ladies fine, but I just. It's that. I don't think he's walking through the mall in his gi doing, you know, kicks, doing the crane kick from Daniel (laughs) LaRusso. Hey, go get her number. Sounds good. Ah! (laughs) I think what it is is maybe little kids come in for instruction and moms are, oh, look, handsome. Handsome. Sensei Sedano is over there. (laughs) And and I'm over there, and all of a sudden, hey, he can protect me. If you're a karate instructor, you're in pretty good shape, right? You're you're, you're athletic. All of these things. It's not the karate-ness of it all. It's the the package of it (laughs) all. I don't think Think Emily is going to be dating. (laughs) Yeah. But karate guy. I think that. Think about like Dwight Schrute. He's the guy that's like really into. Karate. I don't think that's. I, I think. I think that's the wrong um, guy. I Comp. think you got to think. Think you got to think. Name uh, of the karate Johnny artist. Lawrence. I no, think you, you got to go yeah, Johnny the, Lawrence. That's Danny Larusso. Right. I think well, that's, no, he's a no, wuss. But but that's that is. That is a good example of somebody who's just using it in defense. Johnny Lawrence got Allie with an eye first, so obviously he turned her head. Which which is quite an accomplishment, if you're asking me. Not turning Emily's head. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, Allie with an eye is, yeah, she she might be number so one. So, Slee, what are the terms of our bet for tomorrow? Are we just doing the jerseys? Yeah, we just got to do the jerseys. I was going to, I was trying to coordinate something for Sacramento, but we're not going to make it. We're not going to be able to make that happen. You, is I it got, the AD injury? <laughs> it's not the AD injury. Let me tell you something. With or without that AD injury, I was still... No, actually, if AD was playing, I'd have felt a lot more comfortable. He's not playing. He could lose anybody. Eh, really eh, big difference. But we need <laughs> the cowbell thing big for difference. for Taylor, where like every time he speaks, he has to do a cowbell. Like one cowbell for you. I like yes, that idea. Two cowbells for no. I think that's, maybe, maybe that's own for a round three. I do yeah. not own I'll a cowbell. I'll go buy one for that. <laughs> There's got to be a feed store near my house somewhere. <laughs> go to a music shop would have one. Oh, and more cowboy just for the Will Ferrell skits? Well, yeah, they're on, pop, they're on drum pop, kits. Pop. Yeah. <laughs> I like that idea. We need to find something a little more embarrassing than wearing a jersey for Sliwa. Uh, if, if I don't know. Al, Al acted like it was radioactive the last time he <laughs> put it I was it not on. happy to wear it. Like it was covered in first Ebola time virus. Had one segment it's literally the first time I've ever wore a non-Laker jersey. <laughs> wow. Had to do it. <laughs> had to do it. Um... Steve Cohen basically bought every player that he wanted on the open market this year, right? What if he decides that okay, fine, I'm, I got to pay all that's nearly a half a billion dollars, literally. It's like four ninety something with tax. Yep. What if he's I'm there? There, literally, in the most literal sense of the word, money is no object. And he says, Shohei Otani, the the bidding opens next year, and let's just say round numbers. Otani is the market value that is set is roughly fifty million a year, which, by the way, is not a crazy number. What if he says, "I'll give you a hundred? I don't care. What's it, like you said? What's the difference? I'm already at this point already, uh, and now all of a sudden you have a guy in the pool that's making a mockery of this whole thing, hmm. and and it maybe it's not a hundred, but at this point it's like, look, I'm in for a half a billion. What difference does it make if I'm in for a billion or two billion or three? I'm I'm. I don't care. I want to win the World Series. I'm buying every guy that comes up, and I'm going to make it impossible for them to say no. I don't know how sustainable. I mean, here's the question you'd have to ask is, how are the Mets, is the money that he's putting in and these stars that he's getting, okay, how much additional revenue are you making now? Did ticket prices just go up by X amount? But, that, but that's the point. Did, I don't think that's it at all. He wants to win the World Series. Mm-hmm. Even if I but that's what I'm talking about. fortune But, but that's what I'm talking about, sustainable. So even if you're cool to lose a fortune doing it, can you 
Can you sustain that for eight years? He's got a $29 billion net worth. Can you sustain that for 10 years? But he didn't make $29 billion by losing every I, year. I, I understand, but he, the money that that fund is making is more than enough to cover these sorts of crazy deals. I mean, he's already off the off the the line of everyone else. I, yeah. You see what the Padres have done. You are see you, are, are you trying to say it's also, it would be awful for the sport is that kind of your sport, your reference the there sport or no? already has like eight teams that matter and 22 that don't mm-hmm. and we, that, that's already happened what i'm saying is to go beyond that to yeah. go to the point where all right what's your best offer Shohei? well believe it or not the dodgers are coming in they're offering me 50 million a year mm-hmm. for five years okay i and he goes okay how about i give you eight years and i give you 65 million a year sure Okay, you have to say yes. Then he's going to end up with the New York Mets. Th- that's what I mean. Mm-hmm. It, it, and what if the next guy that comes, he, he does that? Yep. And you literally put together an all-star team. That doesn't guarantee you're going to win, but eventually if there are round numbers, yeah. 50 good players in Major League Baseball and 26 of them are on <laughs> oh, the Mets? God. What are we talking about? Yeah, I, I, listen, I. it's kind of funny. We saw this yesterday. The Suns are about to sell for $4 billion, mm-hmm. right? Trav, it's a different. You and I have talked about this. It's a different level of ownership now. It's not the same. Like these guys are so incredibly rich, but a Dean Spanos does not look that rich compared to right. what these other owners the are coming in at. Cronkies went and built a five billion dollar stadium, six billion dollar <laughs> stadium. It's a different world. Yeah. I think every time new owners come in, you're talking about this kind of money. Maybe not Stephen Cohn. I mean, it was, Bezos was interested and probably still is is interested in going to get an NFL team. You're right. It's different kind of money. Is it sustainable? If they have that kind of money, I guess it is. I don't know if it's good or bad for the sport. It, what What do you do if you're if you're you know, these other franchises are always going to be able to. Tampa's done a good job of doing this. There's been smaller markets have been able to hang, but at the end of the day, isn't talent Talent's going Talent's to eventually talent, win. And you'll have these little teeny tiny opportunities where you get a bunch of young guys that are really good and you got them for two or three years before they can hit the market and then Steve Cohen buys them. The good thing is in baseball, it doesn't all that talent does not guarantee you anything in the playoffs. I need two good pitchers and I can beat anybody. It's yeah. really what it is. I need two good pitchers and I can beat anybody. The dump coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Sliwa, do you remember uh, the song Gangnam Style? I was just going to say, this is the only thing I'm thinking about. Of everything on here, on this day in 2012, Gangnam Style, uh, who is it? Psy? Is that? Psy yeah, Psy. Becomes the first video to reach 1 billion views on YouTube. You got it? Yeah. Okay. You got it there, Taylor? We're, we're getting it. <laughs> uh, uh. Okay, so that song is... That song is a perfect example of something just hitting. Like, how do you how do you determine what's going to hit and what's not going to hit? This song, why was it so popular? I have no the idea. The dance, the sound, the music was- video. Okay, by the by the way, in SD in San Diego, the Padres uh, they play this song all the time in the uh, in the locker room. It just kind of sounds so funny. I mean, it's like so Still random. Hits. Out of all the songs, this is a song that you're going to play. Yeah, it still hits. Do you remember the song uh, "What Does the Fox Say"? Because that I think came out on the same same year. Billion views on YouTube. Michael can do this dance. He can do the side dance. I remember it, Emily, the Fox song. <laughs> yeah, what does the fox say? What does what he does say? he say? <laughs> 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 what 
That's what he says. It's the whole the whole concept of the song is like we don't know what the fox says, and he goes like I don't remember that one. Do you remember that one? It sounds a lot like Gangnam Style. Sounds amazing. Do you remember it? I don't. I don't either. I don't either. We were we were the two that did not view it. Yeah, what everybody else did. Sad news. Believe it or not, that. Tomorrow, Friday is the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception. Of course, Raiders, Steelers, um, arguably the most famous play in the history of the NFL, at least the, the certainly the decade of the 70s. Um, the guy that was responsible for the Immaculate Reception, Franco Harris, passed away mm. at 72 years old. Here it is. Last chance for the Steelers. Bradshaw trying to get away. And his pass is broken up by Tatum. Tipped off. Watch this, Ricochet, Ricochet out there off of Jack Tatum and into the man of the year, Franco Harris's hands. When you talk about Christmas miracles, here's the miracle of all miracles. So do you know the urban legend surrounding that play? No. So we've all seen it a million times, right? Yep. There really isn't a clear, super definitive view on whether the ball hit Hits the ground or not. The Raiders to this day insist that it did. Steeler fans, of course, are like, no, of course it didn't, right? So difference of opinion. The story goes, this was pre-instant replay, right? Yep. yep. That the officials got together and looked at each other and said, hey, listen, he didn't catch that ball, but I'm not changing this. Oh, we won't get out of here Damn. alive. Damn. We will not get out of here alive. I, again, urban legend. I have no idea if it's true or not, so but it was the story goes. It was goes, a business decision. It was a, look, I mean, it, let's get the hell out of here in one mm-hmm. piece. Touchdown Steelers. Damn. Let's get out of here. Is it a playoff game, too? These guys, let's go. Here we go, Steelers. She's rocking a Steelers jacket yeah. and everything. Yeah. I love Franco Harris. I love the Steelers. So um, it's funny. I have um, my family has a tradition um, on Christmas, Christmas time at least. We go through and we watch the Super Bowl like DVDs of the Steelers Super Bowl. So like we'll sit through and we'll go through all these like amazing moments. Immaculate Reception is always amazing. I have my grandmother's old t- terrible towel. It's all these things that like kind of connect me both to my family and to Christmas. And so it really hurts my heart today to, that Franco Harris passed away. Mm-hmm. Wonderful man, and he was just like yesterday like doing autographs and pictures with fans they were going to retire his number on saturday night that that they play the raiders on saturday night and obviously the 50th anniversary of the immaculate reception and he he passed today yeah but i'm wearing my my steelers jersey wearing black and yellow for franco harris and for the steelers this isn't franco harris specific but how about how about this that was a the, the 50th anniversary is this friday right yeah that was a divisional playoff game. You still have a month of regular season football left. Like that's it hit how the much ground, the, by the like, way. Yeah, there's a Raider. Got a Steeler fan and a Raider fan yep. in the back. And uh, the Berg, officials Berg just confirmed to live. It. Berg just confirmed it. I mean, it, I've seen, it hit the ground. I've seen the video from NFL film, slow motion, didn't hit the ground. Lovely catch. You can prove <laughs> it all seven. you want. It hit the ground. <laughs> You can't really tell. That's Emily, what makes Emily, it so much yes, fun. you can tell. Emily, put the Steeler thing away. Did oh, it hit the no. ground or no? It didn't hit the ground. It's a, it's, a, it's a full catch. <laughs> it's gone on forever. It's gonna go. On. Yeah. So Berg, it's, it was Berg, a put catch. the Raider thing away. Did it hit the ground? Yes, it absolutely okay, hit the ground. <laughs> you can't tell. That's what makes it so. You know, great. you know who can decide it when you get to Super Crosstalk? John Ireland can can decide. No, Ireland's <laughs> a Raider fan. No, no, no. It's fine. He'll, he's he's uh, he's impartial. Yeah. And exactly. you know who's gone on to then win? You know, six Super Bowls. <laughs> the Pittsburgh that has Steelers. Nothing to do with the immaculate reception, though. My, my takeaway on this is we have our first undercard event: Emily Hebel be. against Greg Bergman. <laughs> be. Before we get to the main event of Mason against Shadano, it's time for a little <laughs> Super Crosstalk. First of all, thank you. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> damn, I didn't thank realize yeah. the holiday spirit involves kicking Sedano's ass. It's very, very much. I think in when you said that, season. I think when you said that, thirteen things went in Travis's mind, and he's like, "Oh, perfect. <laughs> We've got a show." Perfect. You think? Yeah. <laughs> this time of year, man. This time of year. The second, I'm like, all right, we're done. Yeah, I yeah. take the pad and throw it off there to the side, go. and here we go. We Hold got my a show. notes away on who's going to be on the offensive line for the Rams this week. <laughs> hey, is Ireland there? Yeah. Yeah, I'm here. 
Okay, did you hear the uh, the the situation that we discovered uh, during Ask Sleeve Today? Today was Ask Mace. You did it a couple of weeks ago. Today was Ask Mace. Did you hear mm-hmm. the Sonano thing? I did not. Okay, so um, Taylor, do you have the sound? Okay, so here, okay. here's the, the one of the Ask Maces was of all the people at the station you would like to fight, you would pick, and here's the sound. I would really love to kick Sedano's ass. <laughs> it would it would make me very happy to drop Sedano like a bag of rocks. Why would that be at the top of your list? <laughs> we could what we could do, Mace. We get the table out of the way in the studio. We got kind of a ring here. It's kind of so, John, the Mason chose Sedano. Sedano! Sedano has come back in and said, yeah, in your wildest dreams... He claims he's like a black belt or something. <laughs> yeah, well, well I don't he know said if it's 20 years. true or 20 not. years. He said 20 years and he was an instructor. I did not know any of that. I trained with the Gracies. <laughs> are you up for the blow-by-blow, blow, John? Are you ready to call the fight? Sure, but Mace, you're making a mistake here. He's got like, uh, what, 20 years on you. You have, uh, what, seven screws and a plate in true, your foot? True, true. So, so you can't run from them. Um, what would be your strategy as your manager in the corner? I'd white. be like uh, Tony and Rocky. I'd be throwing the white towel in very early. So here's the thing. There's to, a, to throw the damn safety. towel. There's a very specific right. Shadano that I want to go after. It's okay. TV Shadano. Okay. The one with the mock turtleneck and the little flower in his lapel. <laughs> That's the one whose ass I would like to kick. You get what I'm saying, John? Well, yeah, but two point. It's a it's a full turtleneck. George doesn't even go with the mock. He oh, goes with like the, the full actual folded over. Even better. <laughs> yeah. Even better. He said he would be happy to wear all that as well. He did. <laughs> yeah, say Yeah, during that. the bout, he yeah. says he will fight you in a turtleneck <laughs> and with a flower in his lapel. Mace, I'm not sure you're thinking this one through to the end. Me I, I not don't thinking. See the scenario in which in in which you win. What's the scenario in which you win? Uh, I get him on the ground. I, I'm a ground and pound guy. Yep. <laughs> yep. We did say we did, Mace, we we did say that. What if we just started kind of YouTubing and all these videos started coming out of you just being like a backyard brawler? Nobody oh, even knew yeah. it. You know, sometimes you'd walk in, you got your own little fight club. Remember, there was a time where literally on YouTube, got they would just. They would it was organized. Oh, it was just like people kicking each other's ass. Oh yeah, I've seen that for on fu- for fun. For fun. For fun. That stuff down. They take all all those. No, I think I it's probably still so. there. It's still there. Yeah. If you want to see somebody get their ass kicked, just go to YouTube. Is there anybody, John, that you would like to drop like a bag of rocks here at the station? No, I like everybody. There isn't anybody that I I really detest. I used to detest Morales, but we kind of had a, a summit and. Uh, and now we're good. Uh, there's nobody else. No, I'm, I do not share Mason's uh, rage for <laughs> <laughs> around the holiday season. During Ask Mace. Around the holiday season. Yes. Wow. So where did that come from? Sedano was also mentioning that we were kind of trying to do play a little matchmaker, right? As oh, far yeah. as who might square off with, with who, and he suggested that of all the people that are here that he thinks that might be a, a sneaky tough out that okay. may be very, very sneaky tough is your guy Bergman. Bergman. You guys share that opinion? Yeah. he's. Does he have I a don't, little? I don't see it. He's I, got, I'm, I'm not seeing it. He's got a little crazy. I, I, I think – yeah, I think he could unleash like 20 years of rage. <laughs> That's uh, what he was explaining. The guy, though, that he would – yeah, the guy he would want to beat up on is me. He wouldn't want to take it down on Sedano because Bergman and I disagree about everything. But I don't, I don't have that towards him. I just disagree with him the about The fight Reyes. I would like to see, John, is you versus Travis. And I want you to both get your drivers. And I want it to be like a... <laughs> be like a fencing. Be like a fencing. <laughs> on guard! You got your 60 or your 56. <laughs> and we can... Yeah. No, we the, can the problem trap, is they would... What, uh, yeah. Go ahead, John. What's your uh, what's your height and weight right now? Uh, I'm about six three ish, maybe a little bit more than that, and I'm about two fifteen. No, nah, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm actually in a decent spot right now. I'm probably about two fifty five at good. the moment. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I'm six feet one eighty five, which means I'd be giving up seventy pounds. <laughs> right. That it, is it, true. I, I don't even think we could get a fight like that sanctioned in no, it would WWE. Let alone, let alone regular boxing. That's true. That's true. You would have a I'm huge like advantage. A, I'm like a light. 
I'm like a featherweight, and Trav is like a heavyweight. Well, I don't even think that'd be allowed. You guys I, would I, not fight because you guys would start talking about West Wing and 90210 <laughs> and all the other things that you guys share together. Well, I, my, my strategy— I would just look at Travis and say— I choose me, and he would laugh, and the fight would be over. So my strategy would be simply, it's the anaconda strategy, which is I, I fall on top of you, yep. and I just wait for you to be unable to take any breaths. And then, and then when you're done and you've expired, I swallow you whole. <laughs> that, that's my, that's my that's entire strategy. Yeah, I, that is crazy. I, I'm not a violent person, so I would just very kind of just sit there and yeah, let you expire, I and get it. I I'd get have it. a nice big Merry meal. Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Christmas. Happy, happy ho- season's greetings. Did you get uh, Sunny? Okay, so Ireland, you know that uh, that my puppy dog Fredo um, yeah, passed away. Very on, sorry to hear that on Sunday. Thanks. And so we are looking for a new dog. So uh, yesterday there were two dogs that we were looking at. One is named Pirlin, and the other one was named Sunny. Sunny sort of fit into the family because there's another Godfather character, right? Sunny fits perfectly, right? So last night, we ended up going to see Perilyn, and uh, Perilyn was in South Central, um, and we went to see Perilyn, very cute dog, remind us a lot of Fredo, we're playing with him, it's a private owner, we're playing with Perilyn's, very sweet, very kind dog, and gentle, and all that stuff, and we're like, okay, we're good, and the girl looks at us and says, I can't give him up. I'm like, yeah, wow. but we, we just came here. She knew you were coming to pick the dog up. To pick the dog up. I can't do it. I can't do it. I love this dog too much. I'm like, well, why'd you put him on the damn thing if you didn't want to give him? She's like, "Uh, I just, you know, it's just, I love him. So now we we went to get him and we thought we had him and now we don't have him. So we had another reason to go home and cry last night. Oh my God. It's awful. It's terrible. It's like getting stood up. Can you go, can you still go back and get Sonny? Yeah, Sonny is still out there. We're going to go meet Sonny on Monday. Um, he's out in uh, Newbury Park. So we're okay. going to drive out there on Monday and meet Sonny. And hopefully Sonny will be the guy. Well, listen, sometimes kind of things happen for a reason. Things happen for a reason, yeah. Let's, uh, let's see what happens. Sonny must be really, really cool. But that's interesting. She put him up and then you get all the way down there and that's when she did it's like literally and we were like playing with him we're like oh look he's so cute oh yeah he's gonna get along great with uh you know i really can't give him up i'm like damn that is heartbreaking it's like a bait and switch i were you pissed so true story you guys yes i had a friend of mine and that happened with a baby in other words he was going to a private adoption company and my friend and his wife flew back to Chicago. And the way this adoption company works is you go back, spend two or three days with the baby, see if you hit it off, and then you decide whether or not you want to go through with the adoption. So my friend and his wife went back there, fell in love with this kid, spent four days with her, was all set at the end, and oh then the gosh. mom changed her mind. Oh, that and, is uh, awful. And my, my, yeah, my friends were just devastated. Of course. But, uh, as it oh. turns out, it all worked. It all worked out in the end, but can you imagine? I didn't know oh. you can actually change your mind. I, yeah, you should. Uh, yeah, that's the brutal. switch. The switch yeah, I, I don't know how legal it is. It, it was a it was a private adoption agency, and so I think you have to agree to those terms if you're going to mm. do business with them, and that's what happened. Damn. Okay, so there's no easy way to transition out of that. Yeah. That's just that's really awful. Um, Seinfeld music. Yeah. Hold on, I think I've got it. We 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 have our own. John, you'll appreciate this. Hold on. Oh yeah, there you go. 90210. There Good you go. Transition. It's going to um, work out. Yes. It will work I, it out. It will work out. <laughs> it will I have work out. faith. I have faith. Did the Immaculate Reception hit the ground? No. It did not. No? No. You're convinced. I'm, I'm convinced it didn't. I mean, I don't like the Raiders, uh, <laughs> but I am convinced that that did not hit the ground. Uh, Ireland, you're a Raider fan. I am, and I've never, ever felt like that hit the ground. I know John Mad- ah. Madden went to his grave Thank you. saying that it did. But I never did. Now I I think the the one the one that I'll take to my grave is the tuck rule. Yeah. But the uh, that was a, that was just a horrible call. But but Franco Harris's if I was the official at at that game I would have allowed the immaculate reception. So that's the urban legend. I don't know if it's true or not. Yes. But that the officials got together and said, hey, listen, 
it hit the ground, but we're not getting out of here no, alive. No, that's an urban the, legend. It, it, we're not getting out of here alive. I want to go back, home we overrule tonight. this thing. So, touchdown Steelers. Let's get the hell out of really? here. Really? That story I, exists out there. urban legend. I have no idea if it's true. It's, it sounds too good to That's like grassy knoll kind of stuff. Yeah, but that's mm. uh You're spreading false information, <laughs> no, Travis. Yes. I'm spreading false. urban rumors. Yeah. Urban rumors along the way. Yeah. So, who's wearing the uh, the jersey tomorrow, Island Slee, with, uh, what did we decide? Mike Bibby? Taylor? Mike Bibby. It's yeah. either Mike Bibby or uh, Magic or Jay Will. Or yeah, or or Jay Will. So basically Lakers well, gotta beat the Kings. I, if not, then you know I'm wearing a You're wearing a Mike Bibby jersey time. for the day. Yeah, for the nice. Time. Nice. Not for the day. He wore it for okay, one do, segment. Do points time. do points matter or is it just no, the winner? Straight up. Straight up. Yeah. Yeah. Betting straight up. Okay. So at one point, Taylor, were you not coming to this game? Were you not gonna be up here for this? We not discussed this it. One. The logistics yeah, we didn't work out. To, yeah, we were trying to do one of those games okay. in January. I think Taylor cut a huge break with no Anthony Davis, Lee. I think you could be in trouble. Um, the The Kings had their worst loss of the year on Monday. They lost at home to Charlotte, who was riding an eight-game losing streak. So I think they're going to be focused. Now, if everybody else plays, AD's out. But if Austin Reeves, LeBron, <laughs> and Westbrook all play, Slee, then I, I favor you. If if one or more of those guys is out, then I think you might be in trouble. Trav, you thought it was a shocker when I said it. Even John is. We're all on <laughs> the just, Austin I, Reeves train. I, 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 yeah. haven't, I haven't quite adapted to the universe where if Austin Reeves is in, we got a good chance. I, I mean, it's taken well, me a minute. Did player. you see the game no, in Phoenix? He's I, I'm a not really saying valuable player. player. I'm not player, saying man. It that he's not. It's just what taken do you have against Austin Reeves? <laughs> <laughs> I want to drop Austin Reeves like a bag of rocks, right? No, it just. It, I, 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 I understand Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Russell Westbrook. But he didn't just, think Reeves would come up as exactly one of the main right, as key the key guys. factors. Well, think of about this. it. If, if everybody plays tomorrow night without Anthony, he's like number four on the list. Yeah, isn't yeah. He's yeah, your he fourth best player. No, he is. Night. He's it, it's tonight the Westbrook. Oh, I'm sorry, tonight. Yeah. Westbrook, LeBron, Anthony Davis, and then it's literally it's Austin Reeves. It is Austin that. Reeves, number four. You've yeah. been uh, on the wrong end of a bunch of bad bets, mm. right? And had to I do like I, I think your eyebrows fully grown in. My eyebrow point. has grown in. Yes, <laughs> is, is it there has. one that in particular, like yeah, I really wish I hadn't have done that because you are very generous when it comes to being willing to be the subject of the bid. Yeah. Eyebrow bit was the worst. <laughs> I was terrified that it wasn't grow back in or it would grow How long in did it take? How long did it take to grow back? It's it was like two and a half months, and I was pretty normal in two and did a half you months. Draw it in. To try I to- did not. I did not use a sharpie. <laughs> I just I just went on natural, and uh, and it grew it grew back pretty fit pretty fast. Have you guys seen this? Uh, we obviously I know you guys will spend a lot of time on it as well. Have you guys seen this situation of? Do you have one in the past of this Giants-Mets thing? Do you, can you think of anything where you think a player is, hey, it's a done deal. Hey, he's actually about to do a presser, and then they stop the presser. It, 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 it's postponed, you could say, and then before you know it, he signs with the Mets. Does anything come to mind? The only thing I can think of, just off the top of my head, is the Dodgers trade with the Angels that said Jock Peterson and Ross Stripling to the Angels, which it, we thought it was a done deal. For Luis Rengifo. Yeah, exactly. And then all of a sudden, bam, I think Artie changed his mind and the trade did not go through. By the way, it would have been a great trade for the Angels. So, of course, they didn't make it. Trade for the Angels. <laughs> of course, Artie said no. <laughs> <laughs> they always do it. Exactly the wrong thing. I you we've seen people right, so change do you their guys, minds. You guys remember? Uh, do you guys remember the sports information longtime sports information director at UCLA, Mark Dellen? Sure. All right. So Mark told me a story once that Terry Donahue had accepted the job to be the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons, and they UCLA announced a press conference at ten o'clock to announce that Terry Donahue was leaving. And that morning, Mark got a phone call that Terry was having second thoughts. And Mark said, do you want me to cancel the presser? He said, no, no, he'll figure it out by 10 o'clock. Wow. And Mark thought, well, that doesn't help me. Um, So he prepared two press releases. One said, Terry Donahue staying at UCLA. The other one said, Terry Donahue leaving for the Falcons. And he had one stack in his left hand and one stack in his right hand. And Donahue walked to the podium, and Mark didn't know what he was going to say. And Donahue said, I'm staying. I decided not to go. 
and he threw out the Falcons press releases and handed out the other ones. Wow. So it's, it happens, but it's very rare. I think rare we are sport. inadvertently missing the biggest one, which is the Chris Paul trade. Which that we, never got to a press conference. Right. We were like celebrating it. Joe. Yeah, you and it I were on the air. Yeah. We were celebrating. Hey, we got of ESPN. CP3. It mm-hmm. was like, oh, deal confirmed. Uh, but the, under these, like Terry Donahue changed his mind. Yeah. David Stern, basketball reasons. There's like a very clear explanation for why this thing went a certain way. I'm still unclear on whether the Giants got cold feet and found a reason. Well, the Giants said they looked at a medical. Right. So they looked at, did they look at a medical and they saw something they didn't like and said, hey, can we talk about this? And the Mets came in and snatched him? Or was this a, they were looking for a reason to get out of this and then the Mets did him a favor? But you know what I mean? That, it's not right. the same deal that, it, either, Because right? it, the Giants feel... It's shorter term. It's for less money and a shorter term. One, one less year. It sounds like they... Yeah, it makes it sound like the Giants did say, you know what, let's rethink this. Far We've anxiety all, said, I'm not sure. Buyer's remorse before you actually buy. Right. You wake up the morning after you order a bunch of stuff on Amazon when you've had a bunch of martinis. You say, like, cancel, cancel, Damn, cancel. I send that stuff back. <laughs> that could be what that is. Because if it's that, then the Giants don't care that it went down. Right, right. If it's the other thing, it's like, wait, what the hell just happened? Yeah, yeah. It's totally different. Right. And Terry Donahue was the head coach yeah. of the UCLA. By the Bruins. way, you know what? I, I was thinking about this today. When that deal reversed, I thought, you know what? That's a gigantic deal. Does that take the Mets out of the conversation for Shohei Otani next year? You think no? He's obviously they've got they've got now obviously does not he, give a damn. He's he presented an interesting scenario of just saying Cohen obviously does not care. And a good contract to him is I don't think he's looking at ten years down the road. He said, what if the Dodgers offer him $50 million a year? Would Cohen stop and say, I'll give you more years and $10, I'll give $15 you million more? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, don't you think he's a $500 million player? Is that over? Look, here's how I break it down. If the best hitter in baseball, Aaron Judge, Mike Trout, take your pick, is a $40 million a year player, and the best pitcher in baseball, Justin Verlander, Verlander is a $44 million a year player. Why is Shohei Otani not an $84 million a year player? If LeBron he's not going to get that much, uh, uh, but I'm with you, Trav. I yeah. think he's going north of 50. If yeah, LeBron that, was I, a baseball player and there was no salary cap, yeah, that's kind of what you're saying. John, right? north of 50 for how many years? Maybe 10. That's 10 $500 years, million. Dollars. million? Yeah. Yeah. $500 million. Don't you think that's... In the ballpark of what he'll end up getting? It is. I do. It is. I do. And, and if Soto's going to get that, I know the age is different. By the way, Soto, Shohei Soto's will become get. the highest paid player in the history of North American team sports yes. by a lot, right? I would think. Well, to put this in perspective, uh, Kylian Mbappe, who you just saw play so great in the World Cup, and he won the Golden Boot, yep. makes $100 million a year. Wow. So, I mean, this wouldn't be, I mean, to play for wow, PSG. I did not know that. Um, so, this wouldn't be out of the ordinary if, if they came out and said Otani's getting 60 million a year he'd still be 40 million behind him Bob <laughs> yeah right <laughs> well that's insane should have been a soccer player yeah, Mason yeah. in Ireland coming up next may start getting in shape start yeah, training I'm ready. you got a bout coming up ready. we'll see you tomorrow